Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode 115. An episode we didn't know would happen. No, Jack has been so sick, you guys. Yeah, I got sick on Friday and I have bronchitis, so bear with me with the voice. There may be some coughs in here, but... Sniffles, yeah. Feeling feeling better, but... Well, now that you're on antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah, it does help. And you're on the five day, which tends to like knock it out of your system pretty quick sucks though eh? yeah that's really bad it is it's pretty bad i know but pulled it together for the podcast i know i came home and you were watching the movie and i have to say i walked in the door and usually you're like hey how was your day and you're like you know distracted you could get distracted and this you were like glued i was very locked into this movie you were locked in like i was even trying to talk to you and i could tell you were like i don't like really want to talk to you because i also could like i was playing it on my laptop so i couldn't like easily pause it and talk to you Oh, you would have had to get up. Get up, pause it, and then talk what? to you. What? Okay, crazy. A lot of effort. That is a lot. So we know how I'm doing, Case. How are you doing? I'm totally fine. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. I'm good. I'm like, there's only a couple weeks till Christmas, so starting to feel a little bit of that. Ooh, do I have everything? Make that grand list of like start knocking stuff off. But other than that, I'm totally fine. Good. And I better not get sick, but I figure I'm in the clear now. It's almost been a week and I don't think with bronchitis, like I don't think it's as contagious as like a cold and stuff, right? Yeah. It's a good thing we're sitting right beside each other. Yeah. I know, but I don't think you would be contagious now. It's been almost a week. Like you would have been contagious last week, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, probably. Anyways, maybe you're still contagious. I don't know, but yeah, we're still here. Roll the dice. Uh, so this is heist movie slash Casey Affleck week. Yeah. Right. It just really, funny. really turned into Casey Affleck week. Yeah. Um, so we got our IMCs. I watched Triple Nine. You watched Tower Heist. Two very different heist movies. Yeah. Um, and then we're doing a heist movie draft, which we decided right before it's going to be seven because we don't know if we have enough movies to get to ten. Yeah. Each. each. Ten each. Yeah. We we're like, okay, well, if I have, you know, so many and you have so many that I don't think that math is going to add up because there's definitely going to be movies we're going to fight over. The problem with when we do drafts, somehow I leak of what movie I really, really want. Yeah. And it's a bad call because it depends what kind of mood you're in. If you're in a feisty little mood and you're like, I'm going to take that movie. The thing is. Because I don't care. It's all fair. Yeah. Once I found out what the movie was, it was like, oh, yeah, that is kind of like. One of if I think there's a better heist movie. So oh, okay, great. When push comes to shove, I might not pick it if I get first. Yeah, no, you won't pick it because I told you, in good faith. Ah, uh-huh. I, I do I do think there is one that's better, which okay. I thought you were gonna pick. So Perfect. Maybe that is maybe our one two do just go normally. Yeah, maybe a fly around you. It's a little fruit fly. Um, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Rock well, paper scissors shoot. shoot. Damn. Uh, let's do let's do the funny movie first. You okay. Go first. So my movie is um, Tower Heist. I watched it on Netflix. It is Brett Ratner. He's we've can't, he's been canceled, has he? I can't remember. Oh, has he's, he? I oh, know. I don't know. I don't Anyways, know directed by Brett Ratner, and this was in 2011. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 67. percent I thought that was a little low. I have to say, I don't think it's. Anyways, mm. so. Yeah. yeah, I thought he had he been canceled. Stuff. Yeah, he did some bad stuff. Uh, ben Stiller, Eddie Murphy, Casey Affleck, uh, Gabri Sidadai. Nope. 
uh, Bay, the Sita Bay. Sita Bay. Uh, Alan Alda, Matthew Broderick, Judd Hirsch, Taya Leone, Matthew, uh, Michael Pena. Uh, that's just some. I mean, there might, there are some other little minor characters, but those are like your main characters. So it follows um, John, played by Ben Stiller, which I will just call him Ben Stiller. Um, he manages like this New York, like luxurious like well-secured residence so like only super like very very rich people can live there and he's worked there for more than 10 years so like the beginning of the movie we're seeing him like like when he gets into work and like he knows everything that's going on and he's like we're kind of getting the lay of the land like he's like oh don't forget this person has this and this like he, you can tell like he just he manages it he's like very he's put together he knows what's going on at all times um, Casey Affleck plays his brother-in-law. He is married to his sister, who is very pregnant. Um, so, yeah, we get to see. And then this is like, so we're seeing Ben Stiller, but we also get to meet some of the characters and stuff. Like, you know, like Alan Alda, for example. But you get to see, you kind of just get to meet people and stuff like that. So Alan Alda is like the the big resident there. Like he is on the top floor. Penthouse. Penthouse. He's a bajillionaire, whatever. So we get about, I would say, 10, 15 minutes of just, like, getting to know everybody and getting to know all the characters and him, like, Ben Stiller talking to the employees and you get to know, like, how close he is with them. And, you know, it's just the kind of you're getting the lay of the land. Then we get this scene where it's a kind of, un, I would say, like, it's a muted funny. Like, it's like, I don't know, something about it I found funny. I don't know if I was supposed to, but I did find the movie kind of funny. Um, but... He he looks, Ben Stiller looks, and he thinks that people are coming in with guns um, into his residence, into the apartment building. So he's like, lock everything down. And he's running around. He's going, cold black, cold black. And everyone's like, what's cold black? What's cold black? Like, And he's like, don't you remember from the staff meeting? Like, he's all like a Twitter. And then he looks on the cameras, and he sees that Alan Alda is being put into a van. So he thinks, oh, my God, he's been kidnapped. Like, we got to go. So he's, like, running, and he's trying to save him and whatever. Anyways, it was the FBI coming to get Alan Alda because um, he had embezzled or defrauded. One of those rich guy things. Yeah. He had, um, like, uh, like, basically all the money. And so the FBI had been watching them for a while. And so they arrest him, and Ben Stiller's, like, what's happening, whatever. And then... Um, he realizes that he had Ben Stiller had taken all the money from the employees, like all their pension money, all of their money and given it to Alan Alda to, um, invest for them. And so he's lost all of their money too. So he feels like terrible. Um, so now like all their money is gone and there's this really sweet, doorman when he finds out this because at the beginning of the movie we're getting like oh I'm gonna retire soon so you get to know that and then once he finds out all the money's gone because Ben Stiller has to tell all of the employees like your money's gone like there's nothing left um so one of the doormen who's like the sweetest sweetest man he tries to unlive live himself what is it unlive himself unalive yeah. unalive himself in at a in a subway station but there's an undercover cop and he gets stopped but once ben finds out this this is the catalyst of like what enrages him like he gets really really mad because he just he's such a sweet man um his name is lester and he decides they so he goes up to like 
Alan Alda's apartment and he's yelling at him. And when we go up to the apartment, we get to see this apartment and we see that there's like a car sitting in his apartment and he takes like a golf club and starts like hitting it and stuff. Like he's really mad and he's upset. Anyways, he's fired. Is, Al- of that. is Alan Alda there? He is there at the time. Like he's house arrest? He's on house arrest. So he's still there. And the whole time he's got this very, Alan Alda is like such a sweet like <laughs> man, but he plays such an asshole in this movie. Like you can tell he's just like, yeah, I'm going to get off on this. Like I'm not worried about it. And they're like, you know, there's no money and like we don't know where it is and all that. Right. And he's just like, yeah, I'm it's fine. So he gets arrested. So then he's like, hey, we I have to get the money back. He doesn't even care about himself. That is the sweet part of this movie. He doesn't care about himself. He just cares about his employees. So this is where he gets. Um, he knows that like because Taya Leone is in this. She's one of the only girls and she has four lines, but that's okay. It's a, it is a boy movie. Um, and she says like, there is no money. And like, this is everything we took from the house or from his apartment. And Ben Stiller knows that there's another safe. Like it's hidden in the wall. Like it's like plastered in the wall. So is Taylor like a FBI? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not doing a very good job on this movie. Cause I feel like it was a bit of a chaotic movie. So I was, it's hard to kind of like hammer down. Um, and there's like funny things in there, but they're not funny unless you're kind of watching it. So I'm like, I'm not even going to try and make it seem funny. Um, so he knows that there's a safe in the wall. So he's like, we're going to break in and we're going to get the safe and then we're going to give everybody their money back. So this is where he gets Eddie Murphy because Eddie Murphy is a criminal who he sees like on his way to work and he's always in trouble and he's like always getting arrested. I don't know. He just is like, okay, he's a criminal. I'm going to go to him. So he goes to him and he's like, hey, this is what we want to do. I think there's like, I don't know, 20 million or something in the safe. And so he's like, okay. So they come up this plan to get Alan Alda out of the apartment or out of his penthouse because they say there's going to be a court case. There's not, but he thinks there is one. Like Ben Stiller set this all up. It's also during the Macy's day parade Mm -hmm. so it's like it's a good time because it's kind of just everybody's distracted right everybody's looking at little balloons and stuff like that so it's a good time to do it um so they so coming up with a plan takes like majority of the movie right like they're coming up with how they're going to do it and they're all getting to know each other and where your strengths and you know that kind of thing um so they go they do make it into the penthouse there's a whole lot like of how they get in there yeah they get to the safe and there's nothing in the safe. So they have to come up with a backup plan, which I'm not going to say what the backup plan is because it's actually pretty funny and it's ingenious. Um, but there's a lot that ensues with all of all of that. And there is um, a moment at the end where I'll say Ben like kind of takes one for the team, I'll say. But I don't want to say what it is because it's kind of the best part of like the movie. To me, I was like, that was... That was a cool ending. Like, it wasn't expected. I actually enjoyed the movie. I was pretty surprised that Rotten Tomatoes gave it 67. I probably would have given it in the more in the 70s, like maybe mid to higher 70s. I thought it was pretty funny. And, I mean, if you're just like a popcorn fun movie, then that this is a fun movie. So, yeah, that's... Oh, and I, I looked up what the... Um, remember how we were talking about before about the um, women in film? And it's called the Bechdel test. But it's called the Bechdel. Oh, Bechdel. Yeah, I looked it up. So it's the Bechdel test. And it's two women are featured 
And so it has to, for this test, there has to be two women featured. There has to be, those two women have to speak to each other and they have to discuss something other than a man. Yeah. So this movie had one where there was two women. Yeah. They did not speak to each other. Mm. And um, yeah, so it didn't do very, it wasn't very good for that test. But I thought it was just an interesting, like, you can look up any movie, which I didn't know. You can just look it up and see what the Bechdel test is. And I just thought that was kind of funny. So I'm going to start doing that. I won't say it every time. I know people are all like, oh, feminist, whatever. I don't want that. But I just think it's interesting. It's also rare, the movie you can actually find that it does pass the test. Yeah. No, it's really, it's quite um, remarkable, I will say. And not remarkable in a good way. No, very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. I thought it was good. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because this is our first movie for our, our lot of 10. Yes. So, so it'll be interesting to see with what I else I watch, like where it kind of falls. Because right now it would just be number one. Yep. Okay. I'd say my movie is also number one right oh, now. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, my movie is 2016's Triple Nine. Um don't try to look this up on your Rogers remote because it'll just keep coming up as 999 and nothing will happen. It's also not available anywhere, at least here. Yeah. Watched it another way. Uh, it's directed by John Hillcoat, who had done a couple things, but nothing like that. This is his most like significant movie. Uh, and it is about uh, blackmail from the Russian mob causes criminals and crooked cops to plan the murder of an innocent police uh, police officer to pull off the biggest heist yet across town. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, so this is like, you were watching this movie and you did one of my favorite things, which is when you're someone else is watching a movie and you go, oh, look, it's that person. Yeah. Oh, look, it's that person. Yeah. Uh, so this, so we've got Chiwetel Ejiofor, Casey Affleck, Anthony Mackie, Woody Harrelson, Aaron Paul, Kate Winslet, Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, I'm pretty sure there's, you're supposed to say the T. Oh, you are. Uh, Teresa Palmer, Michael K. Williams, Clifton Collins Jr. This is holy jumping. This is a stacked cast. Um, so we have there's a heist going down in two weeks. Okay. Um, we're in Atlanta. They have this Russian mob montage to kind of set up who the villains technically are. Although there's not really. They're all probably bad. Yeah, everybody's not, bad. We're not really heroes. Yeah. Uh, so Kate Winslet and uh, Gal Gadot are. Uh, sisters they're Russian Jews um, and they're the they're the bad guys um, <clears throat> so this I like that that they made the women the bad guys well not really the bad I don't want to say the bad there's not really good guys in this movie, no no but um, there is one good guy in this movie and it's Casey Affleck um, wow who looks oh sorry I should have said that about my movie that was the only thing I would say that didn't fit is Casey Affleck in my movie he was just kind of like it's just an odd per- I don't know I picture more in your type of movie. Yeah, where in this movie for about two minutes, I'm like, who is who is this man? He's very attractive. His arms are very big. I'm like, oh, it's Casey Affleck. Didn't know. Like, wow. I knew he was in the movie, but yeah. didn't recognize him. He looked like Sub- Sebastian Stan, to be honest. Ooh, hello. Yeah. Um, so they're pulling off this heist. Everything's going to plan. Uh, then when they're driving away, they're all wearing masks. You can't see like who's doing what. The only person you could see, uh, which I actually didn't even put him in the list but norman reedus is also in oh okay movie. yeah um one of them opens the pack of whatever they were picking up because they got money but they also got a security deposit box for for the russians um someone tries to open it 
and the pack ex- there's a pack in it it explodes and they're driving and there's just like red the oh dump. yeah like not, the dye stuff i don't yeah. i know what you mean like it's like it's wet not, like but it's not like really wet it's, it's kind not of, like liquid but it's no. not like a Dry solid either. yeah yeah so they're just everyone's covered in red and they end up like crashing a car they steal someone else's car and they they get away and once we kind of all everything kind of settles then they go to like their final location or everyone changes they burn the car and then you find out so in this in this job there she would tell for who's like the leader mm-hmm. of the whole group uh norman reedus and aaron paul are brothers oh, okay and then the other two people, which is Anthony Mackie and Clifton Collins Jr., mm-hmm. are both getting ready. And you see them lift their shirts. And what do they have on their hips? Little gun badges. Or gun badges. Police badges. Oh. So police officers pulling off these crimes. So, oh, like not even undercover. Nope. <gasps> wow. They are just, they're dirty cops. Dirty cops. But then you, but then it makes sense because they pull off these maneuvers and it makes sense because there's police officers and there's just they don't really say exactly what everyone does but there's some kind of military police training for everyone okay um so then so yeah their brother woody and or not woody so then we meet woody harrelson who is a detective he's investigating the bank robbery because they only it's one of those like you have three minutes to pull it off and they like just pull it off one right. of those um yeah casey affleck just looks jacked nice. like he looks like that yeah with long hair um so then anthony mackie goes into work and he gets like he gets razzed a bit you know for showing up late and then you look at his pants and there's a little red little red on his pants but it's at the very bottom of his pants so he just covers it up with his shoe very very close call there um so then he has to i don't want to say babysit but so casey affleck you learn you learn a little bit. Actually, you'll learn his connection later. But he has to go as Casey Affleck's first day with this unit. Okay. Because he worked in Zone 2, which they made fun of him for. I guess Zone 2 is... Bad. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. But he has to He has to be Casey Affleck's partner, which he hates. And Casey Affleck, he's kind of like edgy too. Okay. Anthony Mackie and Casey Affleck have yeah. to be partners. Okay. Um, so then... Uh, so this is I confused myself, but I'm just gonna read it how how I read it or how I wrote it down at the time. So, uh, Chiwetel goes and meets with Kate Winslet, and they have a son. Okay. His son who like mixed race. He's yeah. got the yamaka. So like, and I was like, oh, I wonder because he like runs into his arms, and then Kate Winslet goes, oh, nothing about better than a father's love. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, there we right. go. That makes a little more sense. Um, so they did this job, but they won't pay them until they do another job ah i think it's kind of because they messed that one up where like they almost got caught right right so like that your punishment will be you have to do another job yeah um they're they all go to meet to talk like because she would tell us to tell everyone like we're not getting paid until we pull off this another job to steal something else for the russian mob which is going to free someone out of a russian prison out of a russian prison okay it's kind of the uh the why i guess because not necessarily because they're not the first time they just it happens to be in a bank so they steal some money but like they're not bank robbers okay um it's a heist heist uh the mob sends a message in a way that is like truly like grueling and shocking like not 
if you if you thought you knew where the movie was going, they threw throw this curveball at you, right. which kind of makes sense. It's I'll just say it's almost surprising they didn't do it in the first like heist. Okay, what ends up happening? Right. Uh, so they're talking about you know what can we do to pull off this heist? So then the two cops start talking about well we can pull off a nine 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 or a triple nine. Yeah. Um, so a 999, for those who don't know, which I didn't know before this, is when an officer is down. Oh, okay. So then they're saying, if you, if you call a 999, everyone, everyone. all the cops are going to go to that to try to stop the person that killed or shot a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Casey Affleck, they, so then Anthony Mackie goes to work and, Casey Affleck knows some Spanish. They go to this like gruesome scene where like there's just like decapitated heads mm. on a car with yeah, a message in case Casey Affleck reads a message, but then also doesn't know the neighborhood. So he like kind of antagonizes someone and they get into not like a fight, but like the one guy tries to attack Casey Affleck. And they just arrest the guy. Yeah. Nancy Mackey kind of like scolds me. He's like, what are you doing? Like you're new to this. Like you got to know the neighborhood before you do stuff like this. They also have really cool shirts. Okay. Because they're the gang unit. Yeah. So just on the sleeves, on like going down, it just says gang unit on it. Fun. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I didn't, it took me also a while to realize Woody Harrelson's got like fake teeth. Yeah. I noticed that right away. Like really bad fake teeth. Yeah. They're really bad. And the connection you're waiting for, Casey Affleck's uncle is Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Who is also a detective. Yes. So then, um, also, Casey Affleck, big gum chewer in this movie. It's mm. probably the only turnoff he's got. Okay. He chews a lot of gum. Yeah. Um, so then Anthony Mackie has the idea, well, why don't we kill Casey Affleck? Yeah. If we want a 999, why don't we want the kind of distract the distraction that's going to take Woody Harrelson, who's been investigating, who investigated the last heist. bank robbery okay. heist? Why wouldn't we want him away from the scene while yeah. we pull off another heist? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a big distraction to help the heist. Then we uh, Woody Harrelson goes to play to see Michael K. Williams, who plays like I don't want to say this wrong. He's either dressed as a woman or is a woman. Oh, okay. Is right. the character Michael K. Williams plays, but gives like a lot of good information. Like she t- tells a story about how uh, Aaron Paul was telling a junkie that the Michael K. Williams knew or knows. Okay. About the heist and okay. about like the people he worked with and oh. like spilled a lot of the beans. So dumb, eh? Yeah, Aaron Paul is like the screw up of the okay. of the group. Yeah. Um so then uh Casey Affleck leads this like breach. They're going to see some guy. I don't really remember the exact story, but um they have like great camera work on this breach. Mm-hmm. So like you're following them like the whole way and it's so also well choreographed where it's like because Casey Affleck's leading it, so he's like, okay, you check left, you check right. But then they all converge to go because he's, like, holding the shield okay. with, like, a gun around it. Right, right. So everyone, like, falls back in line. Behind so it's like, okay, we're going to check here, clear, yeah. back, back in. in. Yeah. It was a very cool, very cool sequence. Um, then, oh, uh, Casey Affleck gets shot. But mm-hmm. this isn't part of the the triple nine. Oh, uh, he gets shot, but it, like in the vest, but it still like hurts. Yeah. But he still, but he gets up and like keeps like running around and ends up finding uh, Anthony Mackie fighting the guy that they were chasing. Okay, and they're like wrestling with a gun. And Casey Affleck shoots him. 
like shoots the guy not yeah. anthony mackie but yeah shoots the guy and then anthony mackie shoots him a couple times i guess in like camaraderie of like right, right. we both yeah. did this here we go because he did it and boy it, it was definitely scripted but like anthony mackie shoots the guy a couple times in case he like like jumps oh okay he's obviously not expecting it um uh then i found out that uh gal gadot is actually the mom because the kid is like, oh, Auntie Irina, oh, which is Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, okay. So Gal Gadot is actually a mom. Um, uh, Aaron Paul, doing he's doing crack. Yeah. Because yeah. of something that happened earlier. Um, yeah. And then he goes to talk to Anthony Mackie. But Anthony Mackie's like in the cop bar with a bunch of police oh officers. Oh, my God. So he goes to, he's like, can I talk to you? And then Anthony Mackie just like beats him up. And he's like, don't ever come here. Yeah. Like, you're going to blow this. And then KCF, like another officer come outside and they're like, oh, who's this? And Anthony Mackie does amazing in this movie because he's the good guy, bad guy. Role. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's just a, a CI. Yeah. Is that what it is? Um, yeah. It's um, yeah, they... a confidential informant. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a CI I used to work for. It's just a junkie. Don't worry about it. He's just leaving. And he like kicks him down a flight of stairs. That's a good that's a good cover. And he does it so like casually where he's like, yeah, yeah don't worry about it. But Casey like you can see, is, like, like, "Mm." he's a little suspicious. The other officer, like, goes and, like, keeps following Aaron Paul, but, like, you don't see what happens. I I don't know if it was just a weird off-camera thing, but... um, So, yeah, Casey Affleck's suspicious. Uh, Then you find out Aaron Paul was actually a cop before, so that's why he has that kind of training and knows what to do. Yeah, yeah. There was a questionable shooting, which they said was, like, a cop suicide so i guess they're saying he shot a cop like a fellow cop and that's why he was discharged okay um so then oh aaron paul tries to go to casey affleck's house then they tell woody harrelson he like rushes over but Mm. aaron he like the cops come like soon enough that aaron paul doesn't like get in the house or anything okay so he runs away and he's just on the run um then we get to the heist day. It's the big heist day. Yeah. Anthony Mackie is taking Casey Affleck to the setup spot where he hired someone else to shoot him. They, it's really cool. They like go into like a dark building. Mm-hmm. And they both have their lights, and Casey Affleck keeps trying to talk to them. Eventually, he Anthony Mackie just like slips away. Um, that's kind of where the story where I can talk about stops because then it's just the end of like double crosses and shootings and right, right, right. all that crazy stuff. But it's also not an ending that's like too over the top okay. where like it feels like they're like oh this is our ending we're just gonna do this okay we're gonna figure this out in a very normal way and yeah, not yeah. like 30 different shootouts right right although they did i thought they were trying to do the de- you know remember the everyone remembers the departed elevator scene yeah yeah where they had two characters and i won't say which two characters but they had them set up the exact same way and this movie came out 10 years after that movie okay so i was watching it like don't uh, do it don't do it and then the elevator opens and they're fine and i'm like oh all right a little pump fake yeah yeah but yeah so this movie was great yeah loved it you're gonna love it too okay i'm excited to watch it i am good like i was saying that for real and then i'm gonna walk in and go hey look it's it's woody harrelson because you heard woody harrelson's voice i heard his voice right away and i was like it's woody Woody. And then I was like, who Kate is Winslet. That? Because I was too far away, I can't see. So I was doing But she does look a lot she, different. She does look different and she has an accent. So I was like, it wasn't easy to see. Anyways. I guess we flip a coin for draft. 
Okay. Well, you did win, though, rock, paper, scissors. But I'll, flip, I'll flip a coin. Let's be nice. Okay. Siri's going to flip a coin. Would, I'll give you the call. Would you like heads Thank or you. tails? Um, tails. Flip a coin. I don't, I don't think it's going to, like, say. Coin flipping, coin flipping. Oh, not sure I understand. Okay. Flip a coin. Heads. So that is me with the first pick. Um, with the first pick, I'm I'm gonna pick the greatest heist movie ever. Okay. And it's it's not it's not your movie. Okay. That's the movie I thought you were gonna pick. It's yep. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's fair. Ocean's Eleven, two thousand one. You get like peak George Clooney and Brad Pitt, arguably. Yeah. Matt you, Damon. Matt Damon. You get like Casey Affleck's in this movie, and um, who's his brother? Scott Kahn. Yeah, yeah, I love him. You get like there's so many moving pieces. Julia Roberts plays herself, which is dumb, but <laughs> she doesn't play herself. Does Julia Roberts play Julia Roberts? <laughs> no. Or is that another one? Yeah, she doesn't play herself. Um, and then it's all in her name's Tess in is, the movie. I it? think. Yeah. Um. But it's all set in a casino, and like there's so many moving pieces to it. It and is Garcia. just Garcia. What's his name? Um, Garcia. He's the one that runs. He runs the casino. Oh, uh, Andy Garcia. Andy. I know. I was like, oh god, I couldn't get that. Andy Garcia runs the casino, and Julia Roberts is his girlfriend. Which is George's George Clooney's ex. ex. Do you think that's the character's ticket to paradise? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to roll through because it is such a good it George a good Clooney, one. Julia Roberts, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, Andy Garcia, Bernie Mac, yeah. Casey Affleck, uh, Quinn Shobo, who's the contortionist, yeah. uh, Elliot Gould, yeah. Scott Kahn, Carl, Re- Carl Reiner. Um, it says Topher Grace. I don't remember that. And Joshua Jackson. But there's, I mean, there's 11 of them. Yeah. It's, it's a big group and it's just... They made two more and they made the spinoff movie, which I'm sure will get picked at some point of this. But you can't beat Ocean's Eleven. No, no, 100 percent. No, it would have been my second choice if I got the, if, you know, but in saying that um, the movie that I wanted that Jack so graciously didn't take. But I think a lot of it is because you don't you think it's this yours is a better movie. Yeah, I do. But okay. these, I think these are the top two, and I, I think I got the better one, but it is an arguable. Yeah. Um, so I am picking The Town, and Jack's going to do it. Uh, well, first of all, I think it should be called The Town. The Town. The Town. Like town. T- T-A-W-N. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, that is a shame, and I'm excited for whoever hasn't seen it to watch it for the first time because it's a fucking great movie. You have Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner, Blake Lively. She's in it just like a little bit. Um, and they do. Oh, it's the girl in it. Um, Hall, Rebecca Hall. Um, they do a heist in a bank and they take a girl hostage. And then he wants Ben wants to make sure that she's not going to talk to the FBI. So he kind of like falls in love with her. But then they're just bad guys. These guys are just bad. And. Jeremy Renner has a line that is like my favorite line. So in in the scene, Ben Affleck's, I, you know the Ben Affleck. Okay, part. so Ben comes in and he's like, 
I'm going to need your help. We're going to go. We're going to hurt a lot of people and you can't ask questions. And like, he just kind of says that, like, he's just like, I'm just like, I need your help. We're going to have to hurt a lot of people and you can't ask questions. Whose car are we going to take? Yeah. Cause he doesn't even, this Jeremy Renner is so loyal. Like he just, this little group of people. So my pick for my first is the town, the town, the town. Which is also directed by Ben Affleck, which I think is his, I think that's his niche. I think he's an okay actor, but I think he's a really good director. I think, uh, I think this is a, this is a draft we can also, I'll I'll be open to the, if you want to throw a flag, you know, a challenge flag in case we're saying a movie isn't a heist movie. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the usual suspects. Um, what are they taking? What's the heist? Isn't that a heist movie? Um, I don't remember them having to like take something, which is to me the whole equivalent of a heist. I, th- I don't know. It didn't come up on any of my list that I looked at. Yeah, you know what? No, it's not. It's okay. What um, is it? Say just drama, action, dr- drama, drama. Uh, it says thriller, thriller, crime. Oh. Okay, no usual suspects. I will then take. You know what? I, I know you won't wouldn't take it this early, but I'm gonna take triple nine. I think it was that okay. good. Okay. All right. You just want it. That's okay. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. See, it's like it's funny because in these, it's like. Some of them I wouldn't necessarily pick now, but I also don't want you to necessarily have them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a strategy that I I'm not 100 percent comfortable with. I I say just take take your number one movie on the board. What uh, what is the next movie you would take? Because I don't think I would take it, but you can take it. How do you know what it is? I just have a guess. Okay, I'm going to take the Italian job. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take the Italian job because it's like such a great cast and such a fun movie and the cars and Charlie Saren's awesome and Mark Wahlberg and Ed Norton and it's such a it's a yeah, so I'm going to take the Italian job. It's a good like one that I like throwing on once in a while just for nostalgic of I think it's a good one too. with The gold and. Uh, I'm going to go to the Quentin Tarantino territory. Yes. I'm going to go with Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a movie I recasted, if you want to listen back a few weeks ago. But the original of just like, I don't even, honestly, couldn't even tell you what they were stealing. Probably like diamonds or something. But that's not, that's not for, it's funny to say this for picking it for a heist movie draft. It's not about the heist. It's about the aftermath. It's about just the mess that happened. Yeah, it is true for sure. Um, I'm going to go with, I would love to ask you one question, but I won't. I just want to know if, if how, how high this one is on your list, if I need to take it now, but I'm not going to, um, I'm going to go with like my gut is saying one thing and my heart is saying another, but I'm going to go with hell or high water. What do you have that one? I've never seen that. Ah, you haven't. 
Oh my God. I have to put that on your list. So I should have waited on that one. That's okay. Hell or high water is, um, do you know who wrote it? The guy of Yellowstone. Oh, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, and Gil, um, Gil, uh, Bur- Birmingham, Birmingham from, he plays rainwater on, um, Yellowstone. Anyways, he is, he's also in it and it's just like such a great cast and there's just, there's something about the movie. Like it's like cinematography is really beautiful and it's like, I got a pace to it that is pretty cool. And the brothers, it's Chris Pine and Aaron Paul. What is his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. No, no. Is that who it is? Sorry, I can't remember his name now. Um, Ben Foster. Oh, it's Ben Foster and Chris Pine, and then Jeff Bridges. And um, it's a really. It got nominated for an Oscar, and I was like, it could have won for me. Like, I just thought it was such a great movie and a surprise movie of like, wow, that was a really good movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my next movie is going to be. Heat. Okay. Heat. A nice Robert yeah. De Niro is the criminal, Al Pacino is the cop, and again, the high, there's like bank or there's bank robberies in it. Yeah, yeah. No, I had it on my list too. Yeah, for sure. But what they're really stealing is each other's respect. There you Oh, Jack. Thank you. Um okay, my next one is gonna be Logan Lucky. I did have that. Yeah. That's the one I was scared. If I didn't take it, you were going to take it. But I don't know if I would pick it like fourth. But I would. I just don't want to lose it. So this one is, it's kind of a fun heist movie. Yes. So it's like Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, Daniel Craig, Riley Keough. And they are, they are stealing from a race car like track. They figured out that the money goes underground. And so there's a whole, there's a whole thing with that. So it's pretty... It's pretty fun. I'm starting to think we could get to 10. Well, why don't we just see how we're doing? Well, because there's movies that like now I'm starting to look at and be like, I know you're not going to pick this movie. So, you know, you can wait. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to go a little off the board. Okay. I like it. And it's one we talked about and we did agree that it is a heist movie, okay. although not in the traditional sense. I'm going to pick Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Oh, yes. They are stealing the Death Star plans. That is. The best Star Wars movie in the 21st century, I might <laughs> I might say. It's a really good one. It, uh, it has to be up there. Yeah, that was good. Rogue One? Rogue One. Okay. Um, I think my next one, I don't think you're going to take this, but I want to make sure I do get it just in case. Um, I don't even know if you've actually seen them. Oh, maybe you have. Okay, it's called The Score with Ed Norton and Robert De Niro. I had it on my list, but I haven't seen it. Okay. I got to add this one to your... The Score and Hell or High Water. Got... So, The Score well, and the is... Italian job. You haven't seen that either? No. Lordy, mercy. So, The Score is Ed Norton and Robert De Niro. And Edward Norton plays... They're, I think they're in a museum. And he plays like a mentally challenged person as a decoy oh damn it's so good it's such a good that doesn't i hope that didn't give it away but no i don't think it would anyways and robert de niro is like a famously like known for that so they like kind of team up and it's a really good um that's a really fun movie for sure 
yeah. My next movie is going to be, a, it's a bro movie. Yeah. We've got a bunch of boys. Boys. A bunch of like grizzled yeah. dads. Kay. But they're ex-military men. And it's a Netflix movie. And I hope everyone knows where I'm going. I think you're no. Yeah. Triple. We're getting another triple. Triple Frontier. Frontier was on my list too. Yeah. Ben Affleck, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hunnam. I'm probably forgetting someone. Oh my gosh. There's yeah. Just the boys. It's the boys. I bet you the Beckhill test. Oh, fails. Beckdale. Beckdale. I don't I'm gonna be honest. I would be surprised if a woman has a line in that movie. <laughs> just just being honest. Yeah, that's fair. Fun movie though. Really I'm surprised fun. one of them you haven't taken yet. That's so funny. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm getting the I starred movies that like you want it. I want. Yeah, I did too. But I'm one of them. I'm there's one I've left and I could take it. You could if you wanted to. Do you even know? Yeah. Oh, Garrett Hud- Headland is the one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Did I forget? No, that's everyone. Um. Okay. So for my next pick, I'm gonna take um Inside Man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Denzel Washington, Jodie Foster, Clive Owen. For me, this was one of the best heist movies because of the way it's pulled off. Mm-hmm. Of the way, like... Calculated. Yeah. Like, it is one of the best endings of a heist movie. You, it is very different than anything that's else has been out there. Um, it's a very satisfying ending. And I think, yeah, I think it's a it's a really fun... It's a bank... And it's a fun movie for sure. That is one of the ones I was thinking, but yeah. it was between this one and another one, which I know you couldn't take both. So I'm going to take Baby Driver. Yeah, that's when I was like, Baby Driver. It is. I mean, oh I, my I, God. Yeah. I would say a steal of the draft, but like you're, you're heisting the whole time, but nothing beats the opening sequence in the way they put the music towards the driving. The editing and the driving with the music is one of the best things I've ever seen in a movie. Like even if you don't want to watch the entire movie, just watch the first like 10, 15 minutes of that movie. Cause it will blow your mind. Like it's pretty great. So we're going to just keep going. Uh, well, this is your seven. Yeah. I, I feel like I still have enough. Okay. To go to nine or 10. I don't have enough to get to 10, but okay, we do nine. Uh, I will take Ocean's 8 then. Mm-hmm. I will take the girl version. And great cast. Super fun. A lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was fine. Like, I don't know. Is it as good as Ocean's 11? No. Um, b- but the... It, it's not I crazy. think the twist is better yeah the twist is pretty great and to say it's the second best oceans movie yeah i don't think i would argue i would be okay with that too i would be okay with that yeah um yeah this is where we're starting not grasping at straws but um i'm gonna take fast five okay and i know it's a movie you would not take most of the fast and furious movies are heist related but this is the they're in like Brazil for this one. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And there's like one scene where they like blow up an ATM or something and just shoots money everywhere. Right. This is just it was just a fun. I'm pretty sure it's the first one with the rock and he's like chasing them. And they have this like great scene where they're like, you're a criminal. And they're all like, we don't feel like criminals. 
that might have honestly been word for word what they say. Wow. So Fast Five, though. Good, good heist movie. Not just a good Fast and Furious movie. Okay. Um, I had Cherry on my list, but I'm not sure if it's a heist movie. It's kind I of, saw it, too. I but know, but I don't understand how it's a heist movie. It's like a heist movie at the very end for like a couple minutes. Yeah, so that's not it's not really a fair... Um, There's a movie on here that I don't know if you missed it or... Okay, well, tell me what it or is. Or maybe I maybe you just don't like it as much as I thought you did. Okay. Which one? Well, just keep going. I only have two movies that left on my list. Do you want to know what they are? Sure. I have Tower Heist. Yeah. Because I just watched it, so I was like, okay, cool. And Focus. Yeah, no, there's a movie missing. Okay, tell me. Point Break. Oh, I never thought of that as a heist movie. I thought it was just like a surfing movie. Well, like they do the surfing is like the co- is like cover. I don't remember that movie at all, though. Did they remake it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, never saw it. Saw the original though. I saw the original too, but I couldn't tell you. I just remember the that ending. there was surfing. Yeah, and the big ending. He went to catch the big wave. Um. Well, I'm gonna go with focus because I think focus is a fun movie, and. I really liked Margot Robbie in it. I thought she did a really good job. And I liked the dynamic of Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Like, I liked that. Are you seeing if it's a heist movie? No. It's no. definitely a heist movie. It is, yeah. It's just, like, not, like, a going into a bank heist movie. It's more of a, like, petty theft heist. I'm just looking up to see if the movie I'm thinking of is a, is a heist movie. Because I think you would have picked it by now. Oh, okay. Um, you only have one left, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I had Snatch. I don't know if that's a heist movie, though. Mm. I feel like there is a heist in it. Do you think, like, The Gentleman is a heist movie? I don't really think they're no. stealing anything. The other one I had is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Which I think isn't. I feel like that one's more heisty, more heisty from what I remember. See, we could have just kept it at seven, I think, or eight. Um, I guess then I'll just we'll just stop it there, and I'll just say honorable mention yeah, to Inception. Yeah, what are they stealing? Stealing like the people's dreams. Dreams. That's a it's a dr- existential dream heist. It's a dream heist. Dream heist is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. But yeah, we'll we'll stop at eight. So Inception, what else did you have left? Um, I had Focus, and then yeah, just the two guy Richie snatching Lockstock. Okay. So it's pretty good. I like both our lists. I now realize you have to see three of my eight. Yeah. Which is a lot. I think though, literally out of those three, I would do Hell or High Water. You have to watch first. Then I would do the score. Then the Italian job. Like the oh. Italian job is like a fun movie but i i wouldn't say it's like the best you know well uh, not it's not that it's not well done but i don't know the other two just have a little bit something extra i think i don't know is there a movie you see on my list that like you regret not taking um i i really i did want baby driver i had that like highlighted and i would say oceans 11 i like triple frontier too I liked heat. Yeah. 
I think I think the town and Logan Lucky are probably the two. Logan Lucky was on my list, but I I thought it could have slipped a little bit further. I was worried about that one because I just think it was. Remember when we watched it? We're both like, "This is a great movie." I don't know how we didn't see this movie. Like it really slipped. It slipped between the cracks for us. Like we watched it years later. So we're like, how do we not know about this movie? And uh, that was like the, I'm pretty sure it was in like the 2015, 2016 range. Yeah. So like, what were we doing? Why were we so busy? Maybe that was, I think that was like the year after we watched like, ev- or no, wait, maybe it was the year after then we watched like everything. Yeah. I know. That's a good year. We went crazy one year. Crazy. Um. Yeah. Is that? That's it. All right. Uh, Case, got anything else? Do you want to talk about next week? Oh, yeah. Uh, We are watching, I'm watching Broadcast News, which I'm really excited about. You're watching Nothing But The Truth, which I'm very excited to see what you think of that. Um, Golden Globe nominations are coming out next week, which, I mean, some people don't like the Golden Globes. I just look at it as like a reference of what what people are liking in in the critics like what are they liking so that i can start watching some of those movies and then also there's always the one golden globe movie that everybody loves that doesn't get nominated for an oscar yeah because it's like too fun of a movie for right? the oscars i know so golden globes are a little lighter um and then we are going to be talking about some movies and tv shows that we thought have been award worthy that they either didn't get nominated or they didn't win anything. So Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she just got nominated for a Critics' Choice, Kelly O'Reilly. She is the best part of that show. She is. She's so great. Especially this most recent episode where she's so good. She lays down the law. She was so that was the best. That was a really good episode this past one. We really liked it. It felt it felt like I don't want to I'm not the person that's like, oh, I missed the old Yellowstone. But no, like no. this did feel like a Yellowstone episode where like you could have had it in like season th- two or three. Yeah. Yeah, I agree for sure. No, it was good. All right. Case, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.